0: all right little brother just one more podcast
1: can't mess this up i've got family now i left this life dad and his podcast where he would beat us that's why i went to the military you didn't understand me but i had to get out (laughs) give
0: me a moment's peace and take out the trash
1: we pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage hey
0: listen greenie no more sneaking rides to the junkyard yeah man take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard hello and welcome to hot trash unlimited the show where me joe and me caleb go to the movies in search of movies that could be hot trash caleb what did we go to the movies in search of this week
1: i thought of a better way to end
0: our cold open what i
1: was like why are we recording in an ambulance
0: Just, okay, cut that, move that over. No, no,
1: that's gonna be my cue for the trailer. Uh, We saw an ambulance. (laughs) That's my brother, Will.
0: I could use some help. My wife needs his surgery. This is real life.
1: How's that right? You put your life down on the line for this country?
0: You leave your family, your home? How much do you need? Two thirty-one. How about more?
1: Thirty-two million. I need an
0: extra man. I came to you for a long... Look, have I ever gotten you anything that I couldn't get you
1: out of? The newest Michael Bay movie. First theatrical one in a while, because his last one was Six Underground. He's been on a hi- hiatus as of late. Yeah, you know, I think he he got burnt out doing all the Transformers movies.
0: Moved more into a production role.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. He's, he's had a long career. Oh, yeah. Michael Bay is such an interesting director, because he's probably the only director that normal people know i was gonna say for he's, being bad
0: yeah he's he's a very well-known like normie director yeah. that people like people will rag on even if they're not like into the cinema culture i
1: think part of that is because while his movies rarely work he still has a lot of craft behind them. You can immediately tell when it's a Michael Bay movie. He's never messing up what he's intending to no. do. It's just maybe his intention <laughs> isn't the best. It's maybe you don't love his
0: execution.
1: Yeah. So, Joe, what is ambulance about? Ambulance.
0: You have to say Lance. Lance. Or you have to say Ambulance. Whichever you prefer.
1: Ambulance. Los Angeles. Angeles
0: ambi los angeles is the story of will i'm gonna butcher his actor's name yeah,
1: abdul Manteen the
0: second he's an ex-military guy he's, he's kind of down on his luck with his wife and his new kid they uh, need inch they need like cash yeah for you- this experimental surgery because insurance won't cover it
1: you never know quite what's wrong with the mother or his wife mother mm-hmm. of their child but something's wrong and the insurance isn't gonna cover
0: yeah it. and he's He's been down on his luck ever since leaving the military. Like you can tell they're, they're living in like kind of a shoddy house. He's in between jobs. The lie he tells his wife is that he got a warehouse shop driving a forklift.
1: Forklift certified, and, you know, baby. forklift
0: certified my people. And uh, yeah, so you can tell life hasn't been the kindest to him as of late.
1: I do want to pause. You say it's a shoddy looking house and I'm not going to argue with you there. Because I don't really remember it. But man, just being able to own a house, house. is a luxury, especially in LA. <laughs> I look at that house and I'm like, I don't care how shoddy it is. I'd take it.
0: And then she's like, You're not gonna talk to your brother again. I know he's your brother, but and he's like, Yeah, I definitely won't go talk to my brother. Leaves the house. Hey bro, what's up?
1: Yeah, almost immediately. Yeah. Um, his brother is played by Jake Gyllenhaal. His name's Danny. And he and Will's father uh was a career bank robber. LT. LT and will thinks that jake left this behind and is now doing more legit stuff and
0: all those nice
1: cars (laughs) all those very nice cars he has walk in and it looks like you're in a in vin diesel's garage
0: i I look everything about this movie screamed gta 5 to me i mean because it's set in la but yeah
1: yeah that's fair but he's going in for a loan and Jake's like, surprise, instead of alone, you're going to be my getaway driver or not even getaway driver. driver. He says he needs a jo- driver, but they have a driver. He's, uh, just, yeah. he's going in the bank to rob to get one last big
0: score. Yeah, the last big score, the classic. They initiate the job. And then while the job is starting to be carried out, we're introduced to the two other or yeah, the two other cast members that we have to care about one more than the other yes one
1: who has screen time
0: the other one the other plays is it. on screen almost at every moment that the other the other one is too yeah we get we get to meet our ambulance uh, emt and uh our cop that we will be confined with for the rest of the movie
1: cam is played by isaac gonzalez who people may recognize her she was in godzilla v kong she was like i think she was the evil corporate person oh
0: that's who she was
1: yeah she was also darling and baby driver so she's kind of a character actor good to see her get more of something to do here and then the cop uh, it's cop he does like he has some lines at the beginning they give him some like roland emmerich-esque character development But then he gets shot and immediately just put on a stretcher for Yeah, he's out for
0: the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah. So like he is a character in the movie, but he doesn't In the ambulance. (laughs) Yeah. He is a MacGuffin. He is the thing they're trying to keep alive so that they won't go to jail for they'll just go to jail for robbing a bank, not not killing killing a a cop.
0: cop. So we meet them. Cam's whole deal is that this is a part where i kind of rolled my eyes her new partner who is the driver of the ambulance gives her crap for not getting attached to cases or whatever where i'm like in that field of work i feel like that is a very healthy mindset otherwise that would weigh on you very quickly but she and she's a good emt oh yeah she's like the best emt they have she
1: she was gonna be a doctor but then she got addicted to speed and so Mm -hmm. she couldn't finish med school and that's probably why she's so disillusioned with the job
0: Mm -hmm. i thought him ragging on her was so like out of nowhere where i was like uh this makes sense to me (laughs) well i think it's more of
1: like she's really great with people in emergencies but Mm -hmm. she's very bad at making human connections Mm. i don't think that ever really goes anywhere but it's there
0: and we meet our cop he's wanting to get a date with one of the bank tellers surprise it's the it's a bank teller who works at the bank they're robbing
1: meanwhile sis is like monitoring outside getting ready to take it yeah so everything goes south
0: very quickly, very quickly.
1: All the rest of the bank robbers who are all caricatures, mm-hmm. they all get killed.
0: I went to go pee when that happened. I was gone maybe like three minutes. I came back and everybody was dead in that yeah. amount of time and no one had died previously. Like they're all gone immediately.
1: Yeah. And Will and Danny take the cop as hostage. Um, it ends up with Will shooting the cop on accident, not on accident, but like in the spur of the moment sort of deal. And then they hijack this ambulance so that they can get out. Meanwhile, Cam is trying to save the police officer and eventually SIS and FBI get involved. It's basically a car chase from there. Yeah. Danny's- for the next two hours. Yeah. Danny's trying to create kind of like a, uh, a getaway plan. Will's just trying to deescalate things. And of course the cops are- getting in cams just trying to survive yeah not bad setup this is based off of a danish film from 2005 i haven't seen it but like intriguing premise
0: things get rolling pretty fast um they establish everybody really well really quickly yeah wells you know a little different but they establish everybody very quickly the only one that i have who i assume we're gonna be talking about a lot this movie is danny yeah he is an enigma of what his morals are what he his purpose is like, I rob banks. Yes, tell me more. <laughs>
1: like, well, it's this weird thing because there's this phantom character in the background of their dad who, yeah. we, who's dead. We never meet him or anything like but that. But apparently,
0: he was a worse bank robber.
1: Well, better in the sense that, like, all his jobs were good, mm-hmm. but like, he killed a lot of people and he was kind of sadistic. And he even put Danny in a criminal science degree so that he could study yeah. FBI agents. That's great. Yeah, no, I, I love that idea. It's a cool concept. But I think you're right. Danny just never really has a can like you never see that consistent decline as the film goes on. He just seems erratic from moment yeah, one. Yeah.
0: Well he's he's all over the place. He's like screaming at all his hinges which is hilarious. I think J. Dalen Hall is putting in a like okay. I say great performance. <laughs> This isn't career-defining by any means.
1: He's hamming it up. He's
0: hamming it up. He's having a blast with it, and I also think it's a good performance. Like it's not—he's he, not not trying. Yeah. But he—he he knows the movies he gets, and he's—he's he's turning it to a hundred.
1: That's the weird thing about Michael Bay is he gets really good actors mm-hmm. in almost all of his stuff. Mm-hmm. You look at like the supporting cast of the Transformers movies. It's like John Turturro, John Voight,
0: Stanley Tucci, Francis
1: McDormand. Like yeah. these are good actors. Anthony Hopkins in the last uh-huh. one. I don't think the problem is ever that any of his actors get bad performances. I think it's that the good
0: performances are masked behind like seven layers of filmmaking. Yeah, or, or like bad writing, or they just don't really know how to treat the movie they're in.
1: That's true. The dialogue here is very contrived, very a hack. Yeah, um, but it
0: works. They're not as treating the ambulance chase like the end of the world, like yeah. they, like a lot of his movies will. They're, there's much lower stakes here.
1: Well, I, I'm thinking of that first step, that first scene. Where Will is calling the insurance agents. And I think Abdul Manteen is really selling it. Mm-hmm. I think he's a very good actor. He's giving a pretty good performance in this. But the dialogue is very like, but you don't understand. I served my country. Yeah. My wife. And it's like, oh, this She's is like, I'm
0: going on my coffee break.
1: <laughs> this is this is like the the layer of believability has been scratched away. And you just see like the
0: surface purpose mm-hmm. for all
1: the dialogue.
0: Yeah. But going back to Jake Gyllenhaal very strong familial bonds always like either that or he's using the bonds as a way to manipulate because brother brother my little brother yeah you're never quite sure you're never quite sure if it's like is this just the writing or is this like an intentional thing to like uh trick will he he was like no we don't shoot cops where it's like do you have a moral against this or is it a thing of you know you're the bad guy and you you it's like they're just trying to do their job let's just try to get this out as fast as possible or you know shooting cop will lead to much dire circumstances for you
1: i think probably the latter i mm. think he understands or the former whichever one i always latter. Get those mixed latter. Up.
0: if you're talking about not shooting a cop because a bad situation that is the latter
1: yeah yeah. i think he just understands that one having an alive cop is what's getting them through this chase alive i'm talking about even during the
0: heist when they're like well, oh, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. he's like he's like stop it
1: <laughs> yeah he seems to want Everything to de- escalate smoothly, and that's contri- contrasted with the other bank robbers who are all just ridiculous caricatures. Oh, yeah. And one of them's like, "I want to run over this cop; he's in my sight." Like, <laughs> i "It's like this guy's an idiot."
0: Yeah, you're in the middle of like just the middle of public.
1: That character and some of the other SIS agents are probably the most Michael Bay this gets. There's this running joke about there's this big dog in one of the police cars. Oh, it's
0: the chief's dog that, Nitro.
1: That feels very. Oh, it's very
0: Michael Bay. Yeah. For for a movie that keeps introducing characters, it's pretty clear which ones like matter. Like mm-hmm. it's not spending a lot of screen time on the ones that don't matter. They just you just keep recognizing their faces. They have yeah. consistent faces to, I don't know, try to keep you in uh context of what everything is going on. And that's kind of where the movie fails the most is just overall context of what is going on in any given scene.
1: Well, that's a good way to transition into talking about Michael Bay's filmmaking. It's very Kinetic, very energetic, but he does not care about continuity within the editing. He will show you the same thing multiple times. He will skip key moments. There's a scene which I I love this scene. It does not work, but it's Will and Danny arguing at the beginning of the movie, and the camera's just constantly spinning around. Yeah. Them, but they're <laughs> also turning around, so they're never <laughs> facing each other. But like because the shots never last more than like five seconds, and most of them last like a total of two seconds. Mm-hmm. It keeps this energy up. So when the ambulance is going fast and they're in the middle of a chase, it is effective. Mm-hmm. But then whenever they slow down, either one, he has to create tension, which he's bad at doing because he doesn't understand how to make a shot last or two, you're then just left to wonder, wait, what just happened?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of moments during the, the bank heist initially, which I keep going back to the bank heist. I think it's not the best part of the movie. It's the most fun I had in the movie because it's the most where... It's not so confined and cramped. It's big and open. And he's doing all these huge sweeping shots moving. And they're, going, they're really fast sweeping shots too. And He's
1: using a lot of drones. In this yeah, movie. lots of
0: drones. And it's confusing because it's slower paced within the world they're in. But it feels like it's like the cops are already on them or something yeah. like that. And they're not. Like they're, they're still getting away with it at this point.
1: This is a kind of perfect encapsulation of Michael Bay's filmmaking mm-hmm. where some of it is like, this is the perfect scenario for what you're doing. But then you look at the whole, and you realize, oh wait, you can't sustain a film with this type of editing, with this type of camera work. Any individual shot is not bad. No, It's all very crisp. He shoots with how he's going to edit in mind. It's very interesting. It's just that his vision of what a film should be doesn't totally work. And I kind of hate to say that, because like I want filmmakers who are pushing what an American film could be. He has an auteur style.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm thinking about him and uh, another another filmmaker who we saw like just heavily pushing their style on the podcast. Him and Shyamalan, they're not being lazy with their directing. They're both trying something and like damned if it like if it works or not, they're going for it.
1: Yeah, which is admirable. I think that's why ultimately i was having a good enough time with ambulance Mm -hmm. there's definitely parts especially whenever he's trying to build tension that just doesn't work and you start to kind of zone out because it's also a long movie Mm -hmm. but i feel like this is the most i've enjoyed a michael bay movie since i like pain and gain but pain and gain is an incredibly obnoxious core movie
0: i had a good time with it you get into the main set piece of the ambulance very quickly and like you're in it the rest of the movie until the very end, which you're out for, what, 10 minutes Once yeah, they yeah. Get to the hospital?
1: Well, and then they have that brief stop off
0: at. Yeah, them. that's true. Um, a problem with that is there's only s- he kind of runs through all the things that he can do in the ambulance, like uh, pretty quickly to where it feels like we're just repeating ourselves at a certain point. And that's where I kind of started. All right. This movie's been going on like a while. But like for such a small space to work with, it was surprisingly effective. Yeah. Because we've seen this trailer for how many months now? It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I've seen the entire movie in the trailer. No, you haven't. He he was. It's a fairly deceiving trailer in terms of like, that's mostly the first like 30 minutes of the movie.
1: I think you see you see up until the intro of the final big set piece
0: because. there's Oh, a- they, you do see the explosion. Yeah. Yeah because there's a but point, that's like that's pulled from the back half of the movie yeah. where you don't really see much of the back half of the movie in the trailer
1: because there's a point where the ambulance becomes unrecognizable from what it is in the trailer yeah and you never see like
0: i'm very impressed that they didn't show any of that yeah a lot of michael Bayisms, but also like surprising me on how much some of them like worked for most because he has a lot of movies where like his characters act so un- un- like unrealistically yeah and i feel like everybody in this movie danny withheld just because like he is playing this like larger than life like erratic bank robber like everybody's acting fairly grounded for the most part a couple of the cops are like like way too like i'm just gonna go home to dinner after this This It's just another day in that regard it kind of
1: reminds me of 13 hours which is an extremely boring movie but like you're getting pretty good performances in it Mm -hmm. you you have a jim and roy from the office i'm blaking on both of their names
0: john krasinski and roy
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, they're both pretty solid in the movie the problem is that that movie goes on for years and it's all at night so you can't really make out the action that well. I think that's another thing that helps this. It is set during the day. You talk about daytime horror, this is daytime bay. Like I think it I think that
0: helps it a lot. Uh-huh. Well, and it, it's for the most part looks like it's Mostly shot in camera, yeah. which I feel like is helping into it too, because they're not like figuring out what they're going to do after they've already shot it.
1: And it is impressive while they are a little distracting, especially how they repeat all of what he's doing with the drones is very impressively Mm -hmm. done. It's not totally working here, but some other filmmakers going to take this or maybe Michael Bay will take it and like refine it into something that can work
0: better. I think he would be able to. I, don't, I haven't seen like many of his. I, like, I never saw Six Underground, and I heard that was like a snooze fest. But I don't know. Maybe this is him trying to like. Well, I've kind of like these drones are giving me new ideas. Maybe I can like. And this was his first like test drive with them, where it's like, let's see what I can do with these things.
1: I think part of it also is that he sees the Transformers movies as kids' movies, mm-hmm. and here, and I guess in Six Underground, I don't know. He's probably trying, like, he's like, oh, I can take this more seriously even though in product they're all ridiculous. Yeah. Like you can't take any Michael Bay movie seriously. Yeah. And that's fine. No, not everything needs to be taken 100% seriously. Yeah, yeah. The think-
0: Hall certainly didn't.
1: <laughs> I think the thing's here is I'm not going to I'm not going to say that shouldn't. Like a Bay style, I'm not saying those shouldn't be here. I do think you could tighten it up a little bit
0: though. Yeah, I mean there's trimming that could be done. There's trimming that could be done and there's also just more establishing that could be done. I think a lot of the action you could take it out to just like maybe get a little more of a grip on Will and Danny, but they kind of spend a lot of the movie getting that like they're relationship is unfolding over the course of the movie but it's just a little confusing and I think it's just due to Danny how how just of erratic of a character he is he is all over the place
1: I wish there were a few more moments where they felt like brothers mm-hmm. there's a good scene where they they each have an airpod and they're yeah. listening to some music it's played off as a joke but it's like oh this feels like a more lived-in relationship for the rest than mm-hmm. the rest of the movie where the rest of the movie they're just talking about being brothers they there's don't a lot of great like
0: product it. placement in this movie <laughs> yeah but even then it's toned down
1: from other yeah. michael bay movies that's yeah, just
0: enough where like something is shown directly at the screen yeah based on Link
1: cuisine is one of those oracle yeah keurig i don't think you see it but jake gyllenhaal talks about it's like i got one of those keurig machines i'm like yeah great you caught up with 2018 like cool <laughs> everyone's, <In 2022. laughs> got
0: everyone's got one <laughs> show up when you have an espresso machine <laughs> a N- nespresso I think we can. We I can speak for both of us. We're like ambulance was a surprisingly enjoying enjoying ride, enjoying police chase. Honestly.
1: It met what I was hoping it would be. I wouldn't say it met my expectations because you shouldn't go into a Michael Bay movie with positive expectations, but I got what I wanted out. Of it. I mean, exceeded mine. I thought it was going to be a snooze fest, which fair enough, because most of his movies are.
0: Yeah, they're all like really bloated, and this isn't like different in any way in terms of being bloated, but he managed just to hold my attention for the most part with like, I think Cam was great, Yaya, uh, Will. He's really keeping me grounded and making me care about it i'm like i want to see them get out of this yeah like and i'm like i really don't know it was up in the air to me whether or not they were going to get out of it or not i'm like i don't see if there's any way of them getting out of this but also like you want them to i want them to even though they are the bad guys like they're putting forth enough of an effort to like we were not we were just trying to rob a bank and this got way out of hand i think there's good bones
1: in this story i wonder how much of those come from the original film Mm -hmm. but i also think it helps that you've got a pretty solid cast here too especially with that main trio how do you feel about the cop making all the michael bay references
0: uh you mean the like the chief
1: no no uh when at the very beginning when they're establishing the cop who will get shot makes like a bad boys reference. Then he references the rock.
0: Oh yeah. He does do all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I I think is kind of fun. It didn't take me out clearly. Like it didn't bother me. So I'm fine with that.
1: It feels like the bad boys one. It's a little forced. I feel like the rock one is, I feel like that one's a little bit more subtle.
0: I made that joke the other day. (laughs) I literally made that joke like two days ago.
1: (laughs) I I do kind of one. I want to know who directed those movies in this world. If there Uh is a Michael Bay. And then like, what is Michael Bay's Michael Bay doing?
0: Like, I like to imagine Michael Bay's Michael Bay is the Michael Bay that was in uh, the very short lived The Neighbors on ABC. Because he shows up randomly in that show as Michael Bay. Why? I, they're at a club and just Michael Bay's there. That's funny. It's They're not advertising anything either. It's just bizarre. I like to imagine he's the one who directed those movies.
1: You know, there's that old Tarantino, um, Robert Rodriguez movie, Grindhouse, where they each did half of the movie.
0: Yeah, Machete was um, one of them. Yeah.
1: I think it'd be very cool if Michael Bay and Zack Snyder did one oh together. Oh God. It would be like eight hours long. Yeah
0: cuz both of those people do not know what like how to keep a tight movie going.
1: And I feel like they have they have like opposite problems. Yeah. Cuz like Zack Snyder's films are very coherent. It's just they they take themselves so seriously. Yeah. And then Michael Bay's movies are like energetic and stuff, um but they have no
0: continuity in yeah. the <laughs> editing, so.
1: So is this hot trash or not?
0: No, I think I think it like it, it borders on good where a lot of the stuff we've uh we'll see on this and to the detriment of the podcast in some way it's just it's just schlock it's boring there's nothing to it or it's just straight up bad or another majority just middle of the road but I think this is actually like six like a six out of ten honestly like it and it's not and it's not a big recommend either, but it's it's a good movie. You're not wasting your time going to see this.
1: Yeah, I, I made the reference to Roland Emmerich beforehand because I really these feel like Roland Emmerich characters,
0: much in, smaller scale. <laughs> yes.
1: But in the sense that there are a bunch of them and they're all introduced with like a quirk uh-huh. and that quirk never really pays off. But like it's to give them a little bit more humanization. Uh-huh. I feel like it is on par with a lot of his movies where I'm like relatively good for what it's going for. There's still some significant problems on display. Yeah if this is a direction that michael bay goes and i think that'd be fun and interesting i want to see ambulance two where they they're fire like, truck yeah where it turns out that the ambulance they're driving in the whole time is ratchet but <laughs> that's the that's the ambulance transformer right that's his name
0: <sighs> let me see yeah he's an ambulance <laughs> good job michael bay exceeded my expectations yeah i mean few I mean, movies few movies do that though but that we that we go out to see like for
1: this podcast but did he exceed your expectations because it's a Michael Bay movie? Like, if
0: this was a director who you had no, no knowledge of. No, no, of, it, 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 the movie exceeded my expectations. Yeah. It's not even just based on him.
1: I do think it's benefited by not by him not having a good movie since some would say The Rock. First I
0: Transformers is decent.
1: Yeah, like I, I feel like everyone has their Michael Bay movie that they say is good. Uh-huh. Mine it's Pain and Glory, um, or Pain and Game. Uh, and now mine, I'd probably say is Ambulance. But yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Want to take us out? Absolutely. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this latest episode of Hot Trash Unlimited. This may be the last time we do a new release in a while, but we are going to be entering into a little bit of mini series. I'm super excited for. So definitely subscribe if you're interested in that. And if you want other people to find the podcast, give it a rating, uh five stars, and we will, if you review it, we'll read it out on the show. Anything you want to say, Joe? Nope. Did you learn any morals from this story? Don't rob banks?